Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode with the Gesso Girls. Uh, today, we're gonna be talking about fart and why we are thankful for fart and what is fart, but failed art. <laughs> yeah. Why do we call it that? Or why have we decided to call it that is because it stinks, but ultimately it's it's pretty good for you. Yeah, you know we what all I mean? need to fart sometimes, but it's- We all just need to make a little fart. Yeah, and I think honestly, <laughs> The reason we sticks. decided to pick this for this week is because I think I think failure, especially when it comes to, like, creativity, has a bad rap, you know? It's like we tend to beat ourselves mm. up for it. But I think it actually is a really, as Erin said, a good thing for us that we need to be thankful for and we learn from. Which seems so backwards when everyone thinks about failure. Um, and I think that's what's so phenomenal about this week's episode is that we should be thankful for it yeah. and be grateful for it because without failing we're not taking risks that means we've never tried something new because unless you're superhuman and everything you've ever done was successful um let me know what your secret is but yeah you're gonna fail in order to be successful or you're gonna fail when you try something new most people don't just sit on a bike for their first time and they're able to ride it um failure is the price of of success right it's like that it is was that the quote we were trying to figure out (laughs) Aaron and I went through like 20 different quotes of like what was that good quote we heard um yeah we're not we hope we won't get yeah we went through all of them but anyway hopefully we won't get too we won't get too cliche with all the the failure quotes because I'm sure you guys have all heard them but we want to talk about like specifically honing this idea of failure into obviously what we talk about in this podcast which is creativity and art um Mm -hmm. because i think we hear the stuff about failure when it pertains to like business ventures a lot Mm -hmm. you know i think um and while maybe this you are doing art as a business venture i think you need to also address the failure you might experience in your creative practice first internally internally yeah Yeah, because it is more i think that's where it's more personal than just a business thing our art is so yeah people aren't critiquing your spreadsheets they're critiquing yeah exactly the passion that you've put into your piece so the question i think we wanted to first address is like what even is a failed piece of art like what is it and how do we mm-hmm. how do we identify that so Erin, i'm gonna put you on the spot how do That's you <laughs> how do you i think address that yeah how do i define failure yeah. when it comes to art um See, I think because of my perspective on life, I find that there's no such thing as failure when it comes to art. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I find what stumps most of us and the barrier for most of us of what a failed piece of art or creativity is, is based on society, is based on others' projections. Mm -hmm. And I know we'll go into this later as well, but to me, failed art um, in the past to me or failed creativity was someone telling me yeah it was not good i don't normally i mean don't get me wrong there's times i've created something i'm like oh this is garbage yeah but then i found that someone else was like oh i really like that i'm like you do Mm -hmm. um it shows art's just so subjective and i think that's where we need to learn to just uh i don't want to say brush it off but start to get in that mentality that people are gonna hate there's gonna be haters there's gonna be trolls i mean taylor swift wrote that song for a reason yep so (laughs) breach uh I think we just need to learn to create that confidence in ourselves mm-hmm. to block and reflect any of that negativity that's going to come towards us because failure, there is no such thing as failure in the world of art. Maybe there's mistakes, but when I think of mistakes, they're very tactical. So yeah. maybe I failed or I made a mistake because I store my canvas 
in the garage and the humidity warped it. So yeah. those things, but hey, who knows? Maybe that would lead to something like, oh, this is a really cool piece of artwork and now I'll make it into a three-dimensional shape. Right. Um, so like, that's kind of where I, when I think of creativity and art as failure is maybe something that I don't personally like or someone else likes is what yeah. I considered as a failed fart. <laughs> um, but I like to think that there's no such thing. So I want everyone else to start putting that in their mind that there's no such thing as failed art. It's knowledge. It's building confidence and understanding that it's not failure. It's actually just learning and moving forward. Yeah. And I think for me, like failed art... Yeah. I totally agree with you. It is, it's not a real thing um, because I think, I mean, I have a bunch of examples of paintings I've done that I've just like completely scrapped, thrown in the the garbage. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always am thankful for them because I think that usually after I've done a crappy painting, I Mm -hmm. usually like, I've gotten it out of my system and now I can move forward and create something better. Um, And a lot of times I actually like cover up old paintings and I paint over them and I use like what that failure was like to come through, um, produce something new. So I think it's like failure is kind of like laying the groundwork for success. And it's a building block. It's a building block. And I think failure, like, if we're just going to, like, define it in terms of painting, I, I think it's, like, when you have an idea in your mind mm-hmm. of something and it just doesn't translate to canvas or whatever you're painting on. The way you expect yeah, it to or others expect it, and it to. And it, as you just said, it can be totally tangible. Like, you know, we had Kai on the other week and he's talked about mm-hmm. how many times he's, like, messed up something. In that, and what he's doing is a little more technical, you know? like Yes. And painting, there's technicalities too as well, like the perspective and whatever. Right. Um, but so it's those, not going to fall apart, hopefully. <laughs> right, but like in those experiences, like as we talked about, like you learn like not to do that again. Um, and they're mm-hmm. hard lessons, sometimes expensive lessons because you've, you know, yes. wasted some materials. People forget that, yeah. Yeah, and so it can feel, that that can hurt in the gut more. It's like when you wasted a bunch of time um, and you wasted a bunch of energy. And that is what I think mm-hmm. the frustration and the feeling of failure is where it comes from. But um, is there, I'm just interested, is there a particular time or piece of pa- a painting or art project that you feel like, we'll get into this, but I think there's all a bunch of, a bunch of like shame that comes with failure Mm -hmm. but it was there a time you felt an embarrassment do you feel like you've ever been really embarrassed of something you've created or been made to feel embarrassed hmm it's a tricky one because I can say that I usually keep a lot of my art to myself yeah why because there's a lot of failure of putting yourself out there yeah um so do you think you have fear of failure a little bit when still when it comes to art and like showing it in terms of absolutely I, I do I also think that it's people don't know that side as side of me as well. I think that's also something that I kind of have this identity that people identify me with as a yoga instructor, um, fitness person, yada, yada, yada. And close friends know that I am in an average, people know I'm in advertising, but I don't think they understand like in advertising, I'm actually creating art. I'm creating designs. I'm creating pieces of work. I'm designing, I mean, I've designed suits for celebrities from a brand (laughs) crazy things like that um so I think it's just hard to I mean I identify myself as an artist but I think there is this stereotype of you you can't be be at all other people might not give you that you might 
Yes. Other people might 100%. not rant that to you, so it's almost safer to just not even put it out there in the first place. Exactly. 100%. I mean, yeah. I can even say through social media, like, I'll post some of my work and it's just kind of like, blah. And it can get to me. I'm like, okay, maybe I just shouldn't do it. But then I, but then, you know, I'll have my days and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, this is what I love to do. This is what I do. I can share it with the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's kind of with my greeting cards. I was kind of like, you know what? Like, I love snail mail. I've always had this weird passion for sending letters to people. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to put my art there. Like, that's where I'm going to focus on. Um, I mean, I love painting. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I absolutely love painting. It's something that I find I'm very passionate about. Um, am I personally there for selling it? No, I personally am not there. Uh, I don't think it's a failure thing, potentially, possibly. I just... Not sure if it's my journey for art. That's um, fine. Yeah, and that's one totally day. fine. It's that's the thing too is like painting, even in, in a personal mm-hmm. practice. Aaron is talking about. Yes, you, you still failure can still crop up, even if it is something isn't something you are sharing with the world. Um, it's something oh, that yeah. like you know, as you said, it's like the idea that people might not identify you as an artist. You know, mm-hmm. in all in all shapes Which, and forms, is scary. Yeah, we've talked about that with you, Julia in the yeah. past um and I think over time you've gotten when people ask you like what do you do for a full time oh yeah you said long time ago you wouldn't say you're an artist yeah um, or I felt really weird saying it mainly yeah. because I a I was afraid of the, I was afraid of the follow-up questions um yeah. and I also <laughs> felt like come. it was we've had this like in our earlier episodes you can go back and like listen but it felt like oh I wasn't selling art at that time so it felt like I didn't deserve the title or something um because mm-hmm. it wasn't I wasn't selling and but that doesn't make sense because right. like I'm still creating art so I'm an artist yes. but when people ask you like what you do in the context of your profession that's how it you know felt but um yeah and it is it is I'm also afraid because then people want to see it too they're like oh can I see mm-hmm. what you do and then mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't. And then, know I, your and then I have this weird moment where I'm like, oh my god, are they gonna open up their phone, look at my Instagram, and like look at my paintings in front of yeah. me? And that, like oh, that yeah. has happened so many times, and it, like oh, I don't yeah. know why, but like that is so much more. Even like put it out for everyone to see, like having someone like analyze it in front of me on their phone, in front of you. not like seeing so the painting different. in person, like feels really weird. Um, it feels it's weird. raw. It's like if anybody were, to, it's like if anybody were to open up like your Instagram in front of you and start pulling through your pictures. It would feel weird, oh, I right? Hate it. I, hate I hate it. it. I hate it. It's I don't know so... why. It's almost like a diary. It is. Even though it's, it's like weird. They're reading it's like, your diary. They're reading your diary, <laughs> even though it's like totally public and out there. So that's kind of like where that comes in for me. It's art. But I would say that's totally art in the same like perspective. I mean, like not to compare Instagram to like art, but social media, it's a form of content creation. Exactly. Um, yeah. And you put it out there and people are going to judge if they want to in a good way or bad way. Yeah. Um, Julia, is there a time that you would say that you... I hate to say the word failed. <laughs> that you felt like embarrassed you, or something. You felt embarrassed, yeah. Also, hundred oh, percent. But how did you? What did you take away from it? So I, I think, think it's it's really, really funny really because I, the reason I kind of like posed this question to you is because I actually had a very vivid memory the other day of um, I was taking this class and it was. Just, I thought you were say a vivid memory of Aaron failing. Oh no! <laughs> it's like I'm like, what is where's this going? Where's this going? A vivid memory the other day about. Um, about like a time where I was in class at art, at art school and I was presenting a, a project and I had like a really like epic fail and it was I felt so embarrassed and like this okay so here I'll go into it a little bit so I was taking this other <laughs> class and I was taking this one class and they're like present a piece 
in this class that you're working on in a different class. We can all see like the okay. context of your work. And I, I, and I was trying to do something that was like applicable to this class. It was a video class, like a, um, and mm. I'm not, I'm not really great at, at like film. Honestly, I'm not, I was more taking it because I was taking a sound class for film and I wanted to create something so that I could do the sound for it. But anyway, so I was showing this like kind of crappy video thing I had done for a different class. It was just purely an exercise. And yeah. this girl literally told me to stop in the middle of my like no. video. Cause she thought it, she's like, this is just boring. Wait, a student or a, a student? Professor? The student. Wow. She was the audacity. This Karen, the I audacity. <laughs> I don't know where she yeah. found it, but oh Jesus Christ, gosh. she literally was like in the entire class. It was so uncomfortable, and I felt so awkward. And the <laughs> teacher was like, "No, no, she's gonna fail." Like he stood up for me and was like, "I." And he was very. He felt Kick very her out. bad. He felt very bad. He was like, "I think, it, yeah, this is not the best video we've ever seen." But I like that you, like, you, like, put effort into it. And I like what you were trying to do with it. And so he, like, he, he resurrected. But I felt so embarrassed. I felt... Oh, absolutely. But it, I, I'll, hold, what I'll hold on to is I, like, I think of this professor from time to time. And I was like, he really saved that moment for me because he pointed it out. Yeah. Like, this is not the best video in this class. But, like, Julia, like, what did you learn from making this? And I was like, I actually learned a lot. Like, <laughs> and yeah. um, so, yeah, I think that... It was totally outside my comfort zone, and it truly, like, failed in this sense. Um, thank God art school doesn't have – we didn't have grades because I would have gotten, like, a fat <laughs> F on it. But, um, but yeah, but I think it was so important to have that kind of, like, epic failure because I feel like well, I've I taken it I think it also just me. kind of – yeah, oh, 100%. Just thinking about how you've learned how to react in a situation. I was watching The Voice the other day, and it was the battle rounds, and mm-hmm. they had two singers, and – it just shows how failure can, like, make or break you. Mm-hmm. Um, this artist was singing, and his, like, mic pack or whatever, like, mm-hmm. fell off. And he kept going, even mm-hmm. though it clearly caused a problem. It popped yeah. off. But, like, most would have considered – that could have been a disaster. He could have failed and just stopped. But, like, yeah. he learned how to take that moment of failure and actually make it into something that everyone recognized when they went back saying, like, dude, that was, like – awesome like yeah you just kept going kept and going. that's kind of like reminds me of like you and the voice yeah. um like you learn to just keep I had like, to continue I had to keep playing that you. that horrible video the teacher was like no keep going like that's what he wanted me to he's like you're gonna keep playing it because it's like you know like forget her like you know, like that it was sort of like you... <laughs> those people are out there those people yeah, are, those people are the out world. there like keep those playing the video yeah. and so it was it, yeah and I think it, that is the the you know, it, it, you keep marching on. And yeah, I think the thing is too, is ever since then, I'm like, for me, it was like a worst case scenario of like what could happen in a critique and it happened. Mm-hmm. And now it's like off the table. It's like, okay, that could happen. It happened. I didn't die. Nothing, mm-hmm. you know, like nobody like didn't get sent to the grave. Like <laughs> I will make another oh, painting yeah. or I'll make another video tomorrow and it'll be okay. Um, and yeah. so like bad art and making like yeah making frankly like shitty work is inevitable like it's going to happen and sometimes it's gonna like blow up in your face and other times it's going to you know just be something that you personally face in the studio that can feel really like daunting and you know can kind of put you down because i've had days where i've made like six bad paintings in a row yeah 
And like, so oh, like, yeah. I mean, we all, we all that. go there. And like, so if, if that happens to you, Aaron, like if you've made like six shitty paintings in a row or six bad designs, whatever, like how do yeah. you like make the next, the seventh? <laughs> so that, that I was just thinking like when hearing your story, I'm like, when, I'm like, when is there time? Like, just cause I can't personally relate it too much to like fine art just because art school was a long time ago for me. <laughs> so I'm trying to think like back. I'm like, I'm sure I've had epic failures. Um, I mean, I passed out in my medals making class. I mean, that was pretty embarrassing. Um, but I was thinking about a presentation that I've designed in the past. And there was, you know, when you do client presentations, it, it was like a deck design for like a client, but there was also like a middleman in between. So you're kind of like, there's a lot of barriers to get to the client and uh, everyone has their own opinions. So, I mean, it can get very tiring of, uh, feedback and back and forth and exhausting of like them being like, I don't like it. Or what am I even looking at? There's too many things going on right now. And I'm like, but then I, but I like, at first I used to take that really personal, but now I'm like, well, yes, there is a lot of things going on. However, you created all this content and wanted it all on the slide. So for me, it's actually an exercise. It's more of showing them like, look, if you want this to flow properly, you can't have all this on here. However, I can tell you if I had removed all of it on my own, you'd have been, where did it all go? So I've tried to learn like through experience. And I think that's everything. I think you just learn through experience how to grow and become more efficient in your work and be more successful in your work by those little failures. Whereas, cause for example, I have failed by sending, by editing it out and sending some of them saying like, where did it all go? And then I have to go back and put it all back on the page. And then I send it back to them again and they go, oh, it's too much. And so it's just, you know, so many rounds of feedback and you're like, well, somebody make up their mind. <laughs> I can't solve this problem. Um, but to go back to kind of like create that seventh painting, I think we talked about it in, in a way of like burnout last episode. Maybe it's just taking a breather, taking a step back or sometimes that failure ignites something in you and you are just gangbusters moving forward. It's like, it can't get any worse. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's some people, it can really hit them hard and it's going to take them a moment to bounce back. But then there's others that are like, bring it, like bring it on. Come on canvas. I'm going to show them. I mean, it can bring, I mean, I've had that in my past and I'm like, I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to show them. But I can also say, get that comeback energy going. Like, (laughs) I mean, for me, it's like a big, like, it, it shoots off <laughs> and then eventually I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's tough. It's you guys, tough. I just used my hands to animate that as if yeah, you so all it's like a roller coaster. See. Um, yeah. and I think yeah. something too is, I think I heard this in a different podcast and I'm forgetting this woman's name. I'm not trying to like take her, her spiel here, but like she, what she was talking about was imagine like, okay. So instead of saying like, what is the worst that could happen? Which I think we are Mm -hmm. also, like, prone to saying, like, when we think of failure, it's like, or we're about to approach something that feels daunting. It's like, we like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? Well, it's actually, like, quite an unproductive, like, question. Because it's like, now you're starting to, like, run it through your brain, like, all the bad things that could happen. It's like, what if instead you said... It makes you anxious. It makes you anxious. So now you're starting off this endeavor feeling like you've already thought of everything bad that could go wrong. Like, who wants to start that now? Like, if you're about to jump out of a plane... It's like starting your Monday morning. Yeah, if you're about to jump out of a plane, like, skydiving, and you're thinking about all the worst things that could happen, I highly doubt you're going to want to jump out of that plane. But what what if you asked yourself, like, what's the best thing that could happen? What if you're like, this could be an amazing experience, and I will be, like, totally exhilarated by jumping out of a plane? Or... 
what if I make, like, one of the best paintings I've ever made and, like, everyone loves it and, like, you know, every, every, you know, it sells immediately. Like, if you start off, like, thinking like that, I think moving through failure is far easier um, if you're always being, like, eternally optimistic, which I know is difficult um, to do. But another, like, mental trick I also do to myself is that I imagine that the goal has already been achieved. Like, already running like for example like say I'm gonna pertain it to art and like run it having an art as a business like I already imagine I'm selling my art my art like hotcakes like Mm -hmm. I have like tons of followers like a really like strong group of collectors who want my work and I imagine that's already what's happening and I create from that place and I keep moving through and I imagine that's like how it already is um and sometimes it can be hard to come down from that because then you're like well that's not actually how it is but you got we're yeah. artists. You can use your imagination. Um, try to like just really envision that like that goal has been. It's already happened. Like you're moving, you're you're progressing, and like whatever happens, happens. It's been taken mm-hmm. care of. It's not your responsibility. Yeah, the marketing brain in me is just kicking in. And what I love about that, Julia, is when I think about who I follow on social media and just within. I want to see people with confidence and I've say that on social media, not saying it, it's all rainbows and butterflies, but like the fact that you treat it as if the goal has been reached, I think that's phenomenal. I think more people should treat life like that and mm-hmm. just everything because we, I'm sorry, like, do you want to follow somebody on Instagram that's constantly defeated and it's like, I messed up this today, I messed up this today. Yeah. You can still mess up. And be optimistic about it. I think that's really where it's like getting at. Yeah. Is like you're gonna fail, you're gonna hit rock bottom, but don't get stuck. Don't stay there. Find a way to be like, yeah, I truly just messed that up. Like- I also think you can. Tr- it adds to your story. Like it creates depth, and that's something mm-hmm. you can talk about on a podcast, like a year later or whatever. Yeah, how many yeah. years later? It's like a, a pinpoint of like progress that you've <laughs> made. Bad video. And it creates, yeah, it, it creates interest about who you are and shows the, your resilience. And so, like, if success and like you always like basically like hit it out of the park every time like it wouldn't be interesting like it wouldn't even be fun then because it's like no. there's no shot that you're gonna lose so it's just like if, if you truly always like won like there, if there's no ch- chance of losing like why play the game because it's not interesting yeah um and also yeah. too like i just said the opposite of like not to go to like the worst case scenario but like if the worst case scenario happens, like I just discussed, like the person literally tells me to stop my video in the middle of the thing. Like, which I don't is, like, know if I ever would have anticipated that though. Ever. I know. I never, I, honestly, me neither, but I was like, that is the worst case scenario. And I'm like, what? You know, like it's already happened. Like you can come back from that. Or if the worst case scenario is like you are trying to do art full time and it's not working out and you feel like you aren't paying your bills or something like that, like, Obviously, I think you got to set up because I think that's a very real thing. Like, that's very real. And it's real for me where I, like, have days where I'm like, oh, my God, what if nobody buys another painting and I'm destitute? And, like, thankfully, like, I know that won't happen because I have, like, I have, like, I set up safety nets for myself and I'm very, very privileged. But, like, even if that does happen, there's always another job out there to have. Like, literally, I think we think that, like 
you can pivot. It's like, if that happens, like, do you really think you're just going to, like, sit, stay there? Like, you're not. Like, you're, you're not going to stay no. there. You're going to no, pivot. No, you're not. And that's, like, through this whole COVID crisis, um, I don't know what people call it anymore. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this, this year. Um, you know, I was, I was let go at the very beginning and, you know, went through the spiral of trying to figure out. I mean, I thought I failed. I was like, what did I do wrong? Like, how yeah. did I, I mean, I've always had companies come to me and poach me and want to hire me. And now suddenly... I have a company that was like, eh. I mean, I granted, like, the company wasn't doing well, but, like, it, it just... It felt like it you was, were not wanted. It was tough. It, yeah. It worked, yeah, and I had to really, like, re... It took months to get back on my feet, even, like, I was applying to everything, and I just went after, after rejection, and I just didn't understand, like, what, what am I qualified? Like, what am I doing wrong? Um, but having people around you that also help bring you back up and motivate you and encourage you to keep going, I think that does help a lot. Uh, yeah granted you can't always rely on that so you need to find those internal spaces that to realize that creating fart uh, failed art uh, is an opportunity to become more successful things that you can learn um julia would you say there's like a failure that you've learned from such more of a tactical thing i would say okay yeah um is there something that you like learn and it, it, you wasted your time you wasted your money you you're just kind of like this just yeah sucks yeah so i actually i was going to do a a mural actually last year and this was a um a failure in the sense of like i did not run this commission process well and this person was like had a very specific idea and kept like kind of similar what you were talking about like wanted Mm -hmm. everything in this freaking mural like i'm like okay Mm -hmm. it's like not even my mind at this point it's just this like giant monstrosity and i'm like afraid and i don't want to put my name on it even anyway it ended up up all following through but i spent so much time on this painting i also like gave him like a like a large painting that was like a sample of what the mural would be Mm -hmm. and i like deeply discounted it and then by he was mm-hmm. also like he was located far away so I like drove like very far away to like give it yeah. to him I like wasted money like there like staying there anyway it was just this whole mess and all of it it was like through it I'm like I just didn't stick up for myself in this process and I didn't I wasn't I was letting his ideas and his, yeah. like, take over. What he wanted. And what he wanted, yeah. le- rather than, like, realizing that he was basically just hiring somebody to, like... It wasn't hiring me for my artistic ability. He was, like, wanting somebody to, like, be, like, a computer and exactly replicate yeah. what was in his brain. And so... You're a vendor. Exactly. And so I... That's, like... I don't know if that's, like, a good example, but I felt like it was a failure in the sense of, like, I had been really excited. I told all these people it was me doing the mural and then it didn't happen and I felt really embarrassed about it because I was, like, it didn't work out and I guess it's my fault. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, it really wasn't. Like, he... Yeah. I mean, it was my fault that I accepted in the first place. I didn't see these red flags. Um, But it was... I mean, I take ownership for that failure. Like, I didn't speak up. But I also feel like it was not all me. It was the situation. Um, yeah. And but now you know how to handle it. Yeah, exactly. I know how to identify like somebody who is not going to be an ideal client. <laughs> um, and Which, I, unfortunately, there's a lot out there. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot out there. And so I think that once again, like having, I had a lot of people in my life though, that were like extremely supportive of me, like abandoning mm-hmm. this project and being like, it's fine. Like you didn't fail. Like this was yeah. a total like crapshoot from the beginning like the way he went about it and so I think it's important to it's important to surround yourself with people who are gonna like help you through your failures but I also Mm -hmm. think taking radical ownership of them is like crucial as well um 
I think that by but don't doing, be too but don't be hard I guess when you say ownership you want to make sure it's not it's not like hard you on failed like it's ownership of being like okay well that I screwed that up that's moving on okay how yeah. can I move forward how can I take those learnings and evolve it into my next project well also what I was going to say too is like if, if you let yourself feel like all these bad things are happening to you you're going to feel like you were out of control in your life mm-hmm. and it's almost better in a way to just be like yeah I've messed that up whatever but know that you're in charge than being like what was me and like stuck mm-hmm. in like feeling like a victim and obviously victimhood yeah. is like a real thing like people are victims yeah. and stuff but like in situations like these like it's it's almost like empowering to take responsibility Mm -hmm. and i think um hopefully with times are changing that people realize not to be so hard on themselves i think people are scared to take ownership because it's Mm -hmm. a fail they failed um because people just associate with such a negative thing that it's like if you mess up it's honestly it's just like there's so many worse things in the world like i just hope that people start realizing that like if someone screws something up on a presentation it's not the end of the world no like tomorrow that's why we actually this is a funny thing (laughs) or i think it's funny um there was a woman when i was in uh pr advertising my first job uh, as a designer there was a woman that had a sticker on her desk and it said this is pr not er yeah and i thought it was great because i'm like that is so true like my friend actually says that has said that to me she's in pr and she's actually said yeah. she's like must be a thing it was like an attitude that one agency she was at was kind of like mm-hmm. we all kind of leave at five because it's like mm-hmm. we all understand that this is not like the end of the world if like something yeah, doesn't get done saving lives yeah that's what i always mm-hmm. i was when i was designing for some like beverage companies i was like it was great work and luckily i, had, I was fortunate to have great clients but we all had to remember clients included which this is why i loved it because they recognized it. it's like at the end of the day if we sell five more cups of whatever, it's not like we're changed. Like, yeah, hopefully we did change someone's life in a brighter day because they enjoyed the drink, but it's not a life or death situation. No. And when people can realize that and recognize that, I think it just takes a little bit off the shoulders. And it does. I'm yeah. hoping that it helps you take ownership and to be able to move forward more successfully mm-hmm. without having people being like, I can't believe you did that. Like that was awful. You ruined everything. It's like, no, I didn't. Like I dropped my, a bucket of paint on my canvas. that was already finished. Yeah. Yeah. It completely sucks. But like, yeah, no one died. It's yeah. And I think (laughs) that perspective is also, is really important. Um, I was going to say also too, is a little bit like, I'm kind of pivoting in like a dark way right now, but I, um, I feel like Okay, so maybe, I don't know if anyone can relate to this or if I'm going to sound, like, crazy, but when I was younger, I had this idea, I think it's, like, we said at the top of this episode, like, Mm -hmm. society's expectations are all, like, Mm -hmm. very often how we define failure, and I think in my head, like, at this time of my life, when I was, like, younger, I was like, oh, I'm going to have, like, this really successful, like, job and, like, be a a person of importance in some way, so by all those standards, like, where I'm at currently, yeah, I failed. <laughs> like, I've, I, have, I have failed that epically. Um, I said I was going to live in a penthouse in New York City, run my own company, have yeah. an adopted child. Yeah, none of that's happened. <laughs> so, like, the failures, too, like, cur- I mean, for a while it actually did bother me. It was, like, the, I, like, mourned the loss that I would, like, probably not be that and because I somehow wanted mm-hmm. to be both because I don't know I thought I wasn't I was somehow greater than human but um that I could do both <laughs> at once but I are. <laughs> I think at the same time we kind of have to like let let go of 
the concepts that we've constructed that are the failure because they no longer apply. Like for me, wanting to be that high powered executive is no longer what I want to be doing. So why am I still beating myself up about not doing it? So it's society, people around you. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. A hundred percent. But I think that the pressure, maybe it's just like the pressure of, yeah. And we can all let it get to our heads. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We do get like it to our heads and it's just kind of like, and I get it. Like in this world, you have to make money to be able to live. Um, so I think there's a lot of pressure there to not create failed art or or fail at anything because it could make you step back. I think it's just... Or people might look at you and say, which was my fear for a while, that like by not having a normal, air quotes, job and deciding to do art full time, that that in and of itself is a failure or that you've somehow failed. How do you think the Kardashians got like as wealthy as they are? How do you think any celebrity, like... They took risks. They didn't start at the top. Like, a lot of them no. started at the bottom. A lot Most of really exceptional actresses. things start completely unexceptional and completely, like, messy and average. Like, there's name any top podcast, the first episode sucks. Any top, <laughs> yeah. any Just any go back artist, to our first episode. <laughs> like, scroll back through my art, my, I dare you, please. Actually, if you listen to this episode, I dare you to scroll back to one of my first things <laughs> I ever posted and like it so I know that you listened to this episode. Um, but I guarantee you. If you want to do that to mine, good luck. It's a long journey. <laughs> yeah, mine's a long journey too, but mine's like, it's going to be crap and you're going to be like, oh, I, well, I like to think keep it's crap. I, I like bet to you people about. think it's cool. Some people might, you know, but I like to keep those for a while. I went through like a spree of like deleting all of that stuff. And now I'm like, I want to keep it up because I want people to like see that like, no, like Mm -hmm. my art's changed. I'm going to keep up the bad things I've created. Um, You know, I'm not going to let the shame or whatever, like, you know, take over because it's just one, you know, drop in a bucket. Actually, you know, thinking about I've been going through, I mean, my parents, I've been going through a lot of my old artwork and stuff and looking at pieces that I actually hated in mm-hmm. art school, I think are absolutely beautiful now. And now yeah. I want to frame them. And it's just not to be like time trends change, but it's true. Like yeah. that single line drawing was kind of elementary back when I was in art school. It was just like a process of something you had to do, but now it's like super trendy and everyone's hanging up on their walls. And maybe my like perspective on it changed. Um, whereas I would have been like, that's just a like an exercise. That's not a piece of art. Um, yeah. but people have helped identify that the process and the exercise is actually a piece of artwork in itself. Yeah. So just continue to be open to the idea that your ideas around failure are changing and that that's a good thing. And your ideas of success are changing too. Um, Mm -hmm. And don't hold yourself to old and outdated standards. And also use failure as like a superpower. Like you, it failure is ultimately yeah. knowledge. It's a tool, um, as we've kind of like said throughout this episode. It is something that we've all grow from. And once again, I'll repeat the quote we couldn't think of: "Is you know the price of success is failure." And I think that if anything, we would not be. I would not be where I am today without all the failures. And I honestly. I'm excited to see what other things I fail at because I'm sure I'll learn and I'll have more stories to bring to the podcast, more content. So, I mean, I'm starting with my, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm trying new things out right now and I'm sure there's no way I can avoid not failing at some part of it, if not all of it. Um, But at least I can say I tried. And I think that's 
pretty cool thing. Exactly. So, um, feel free to share your farts on with yeah, us, tag us. We or, see them. or an experience. <laughs> um, we would love to, if you have something you want to talk about that was like an epic fail you had with art that taught you a lesson, we'd love to hear about it and share it and maybe, um, talk about it on the podcast too. Um, or if you have any questions about, you know, how to navigate failure, we would love to do, we can start doing like questions of the week too, where yeah. we address You're certain stumped. things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, what is it? Ask Alice or ask Abigail? Yeah. I don't know what it was. It was a long time ago. One of those. Something yes. like that. In the newspaper. Um, but we can definitely do yeah. that. And um, we hope you guys all have a great Thanksgiving and that you find thankfulness in your, in your failures and also um, give yourself some grace with it too. And go enjoy some turkey.